The day has arrived. The game is finally here. It's bowl season. As we take on Wisconsin, what are the keys to why we should, in fact, control the outcome of this game? You are Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, y'all, and hello, all. Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things cowboy and cowgirl-related. My name is Cody Stovall. I want to thank you kindly for stopping by and making this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. You can find me at all day O-State on Twitter. We're available on all of your podcasting platforms as well as YouTube. This is the, uh, yeah, the, this has been the calm before the storm. Um, you know, the transfer market has kind of kept everybody on their toes and it's kind of bridged this gap a little bit until the bowl game. Well, now we are here. Now we have arrived. We do take on Wisconsin later today and, you know, a bowl game that by name doesn't mean a lot. It doesn't necessarily even, even say a, a whole lot, you know, that you're in the guaranteed rate bowl. Um, but you know, there's, there's a lot of reasons to be excited, right? Other than the fact that Gundy does have a, uh, a very, a very good record, right? And he's six and one against the spread and, and, and the seven last neutral site games. So if you're looking at fr- from that angle, that's, that's pretty good. But I think the biggest thing that people have been making, um, a to-do about in the guaranteed rate bowl against Wisconsin is the quarterback situation, right? Uh, we no longer have Spencer Sanders, obviously, and they no longer have Graham Mertz. But as we just kind of hit a little bit, I think we we definitely, definitely hold the keys there. Garrett Rengel has played more games, right? He's done more things than their quarterback situation. Now, I do know that they're very high on uh, the the young guy that they have, right? And for good reason, because you do see a lot of the similarities, but you also know that Luke Luke Fickles not only brought a a, a big-time player in already in the the recruiting class, but it makes you kind of think, is is Chase Wolf really the answer here? I know they really like Miles Burkett as well, but Chase Wolf does seem to be the senior that is going to get the nod here. And if that's the case, it makes them a one-dimensional team. Now, I know we have been a one-dimensional one dimensional team as well throughout portions of the season. But, you know, I, other than just blind faith, I really think that we've got the right people running back this go-round. And I think Garrett Rangel, whether they go with Miles Burkett or Chase Wolf, we, we win the battle there. Just, that's a fact. Now, if you look, there's a little bit of film out on Chase Wolf, not a lot. Um, he can move the ball down the field, but clearly they're going to lean behind their beast of running back and Braylon Allen. Braylon Allen is a load. He, he He's a rough dude to stop, right? Anybody who goes over 1,000 yards at any point in time is somebody that you got to pay attention to. So if we can make it to where 
you know, we, we can shut him down and force Chase Wolf or Miles Burkett to throw the ball. I know that's been our Achilles heel, right? But I just, it, it feels like with this little extra prep time and the excitement level that seems to be permeating right now through the locker room, I, I think uh, Jaden Nixon and Ollie Gordon and DeAndre Jackson are about to put on a, a show. I love Ollie Gordon. I love Jaden Nixon. I love DeAndre Jackson. And, and I like the fact that I think that we're, we're, we're shifting a little bit of some of what we do offensively. So if you stop putting the square peg in a round hole, and again, nothing against Dominic Richardson. Love Dom. Hope he does well at Baylor in every game except for uh, uh, against us. But he wasn't the right fit. Jaden Nixon is better suited for what we're doing. Holly Gordon just has all the talent uh, out the wazoo. DeAndre Jackson is the specialist that that it, and runs like he's going to smash people's face masks in. And this is part of this kind of new uh, new takeover. As we already mentioned, you know the uh, people like John Ball Richardson and Braden Cassidy have nothing but glowing things to say about Garrett Rangel, not just because he's a quarterback. You can typically tell when somebody's being genuine and somebody's not. These dudes believe in Garrett Rangel. They're, they're here for it. And it has to have you somewhat excited because I think the running game with Garrett Rangel is going to be able to flourish a little bit more. We relied too heavily on Spencer Sanders' ability to get out of the pocket, right? We relied too heavily on Spencer Sanders' ability to help in the pseudo running game, eyes in the, the running back. Because Dominic Richardson was not exactly what we, we were trying to accomplish, clearly by the style that we were trying to run. And we have everybody back on the O-line except for Eli Ross. And Eli Ross was a, a backup, right, most of his career anyways. So we haven't lost anybody. We've done nothing but gain people on the O-line. So that's looking very promising. Are you going to see some other stuff in the back end? It's possible. Um, but. You know, Cam Smith right now has more playing time than Jabbar Muhammad at this uh, point in time last season. Jabbar Muhammad had his coming out party right now in the bowl game. So Cam Smith has more playing time than Jabbar Muhammad had up until this point in the season. And now he's going to get the nod. So, you know, that'll be a fun one to watch. That'll be something that we, we definitely have to keep our eye on. And it's going to be, it's going to be an exciting matchup. Again, this is a, you know, a big-time university. Wisconsin has a pretty big-time brand. Their brand is very comparable to ours. So this is a big game for us that we need to we need to take this one, all right? But before we break down some of the other positions, I do have to tell you all about talent solutions from LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes gamble for your small business. If you want to be 100% certain that you have uh, access to the best qualified candidates available, you have to go check in LinkedIn Jobs. They have simple tools like screening questions to make it easy for you to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and the right experience so you can quickly prioritize who you would like to interview and ultimately hire. It's why small businesses already rank LinkedIn Jobs as the number one in delivering quality hires versus leading candidates. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidate that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Again, that is linkedin.com slash college to post your for job for free right now. Terms and conditions obviously do apply. 
Okay, so we, we, we think we win it at quarterback. Do we win at running back? You can't really say that with the production that Braylon Allen has put up for Wisconsin. But I feel confident this is a little extra time. There's obviously some wrinkles that we're willing to throw in here. And Garrett Rangel is going to be fine. We haven't been scrambling for a transfer quarter back yet, and I don't necessarily think that we need to. Bringing one in is not a terrible idea, but it's not a, a massive necessity. The players seem confident, Garrett Rangel, so it's his time to shine. It's his time to show all of us why we really shouldn't be stressed too much about next season. Next season, again, this rebuild bull honky should not be a thing. We should be reloading. Next season should be very indicative of that, as should this bowl game. Wisconsin lost more players. And although naturally their locker room is very fired up, very pumped up, they're on a mission. It's a springboard to next season for them just as much, if not more, than it is for us. It's not the last game of this season. It's the springboard game for next season. It's how it feels. It's how it feels for both squads. The difference is we don't have any excuses. If, if, if they lose this bowl game, there's a thousand things they could say, right? New coach. You know, lost this, lost that, lost the other. I mean, we knew we were going to lose these people, and it was just a job audition, and yada, 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 yada. Well, we don't have that excuse. We don't have one. This has to be a big game for us. That's the beauty of it. It's not like we're going through this game as it's an icing on the cake situation. This game, today, tonight, is the building block. This is the foundation to what we are going to be. It's going to look a little bit different with all of the transfers, all seven of them. It is going to look different, of course. But we've been talking about depth. And this is the time where depth has the opportunity to show up and show out because our depth has to be better than Wisconsin's in this one. Right? You know, I just, I, I really, I know that they're very excited that they got Michael Fortney back. A big left guard for them that, you know, people were afraid of. Uh, he did enter the portal, but decided to come back. So that's going to be, uh, you know, some, something they, they lead behind. Their offensive line is aggressive, but they also uh, have to replace their starting center who's off to the NFL. So they, they roll in Tanner Bortellini, and Bortellini's a registered sophomore at a very critical position that's imperative for calling out part of the defense. So if you have a brand-new center and a brand-new quarterback, you're bound to have some problems. We don't have that issue. So, again, that's one of the reasons I think Garrett Rangel wins that battle, although their offensive line is very talented. Again, they're very happy to get Fortney back. They're going to roll uh, Bortolini in there at center. Uh, they've got Trey Wedig there at the right guard spot, right tackle. They've been pretty squared away with a young kid, Riley Mallman. Uh, he could be somebody that we try to exploit, though, if we put if we put Brock Martin at the left tackle, right, we put him against Jack Nelson. Then on the other side of the frame, we could potentially put Ollie Gordon against uh, Riley Malman, and that's that's a battle we should win. Even though their offensive line is very talented, that's a battle we should win. And we're going to need to win those battles. We're definitely going to need to win those battles. You are going to see, you know, you Brock Martin make his swan song, but you're also going to see like what Colin Oliver can do. To, to show everybody coming into this season. Uh, Cody Walter, she's somebody that's going to be able to have some opportunities. We haven't heard about Sione Asi and, tu and Sam Tui Aliamaka 
uh, whether they're coming back or not for their, their their COVID year, right? But they're two dudes in the defensive tackle spot that you know you plan on them seeing them produce. And then you have Aiden Kelly who has the possibility to get more PT because this doesn't count against anything, right? And then you look over, you got Xavier Ross who has got some playing time. You expect him to get more playing time in this one. Clay, Colin Clay is somebody that's already said he's going to come back for another season, which I think is huge for us because he he, he just now started getting his feet wet, right? Uh, Nathan Latou, right? We haven't heard whether he's coming back or not yet, but he's going to be somebody that can help spell Brock Martin. Ben Kapinski, really hope he comes back uh, because, he, he again, he has that COVID capability, and he showed up whenever he's got his opportunities. He's going to get some opportunities in this game. We talked about a little Bit in the last video at how Xavier Benson, this is an opportunity for him, a massive opportunity to show that he can step up for the light of Mason Cobb because Mason Cobb was a light. Everybody watched what Mason Cobb did on the field, including Xavier Benson. On film at times, he runs up on Cobb's back, which means he wasn't exactly watching the play. He was following Cobb, hoping Cobb made the right decision. This is an opportunity for him to say, you know what, I can take this role. I can own this role. So I'm excited to see what Xavier can do. And, and clearly people like him and DeAndre Jackson have been very, very, very vocal about how diehard Cowboys they are now. And they're, they're part of the loyal and true tribe that's coming back to, to do some things. Yes, we have concerns on the other side when we don't have Mason Cobb, but Lamont Bishop has one of the highest grades in all of the red zone defense for Oklahoma State University. He's up there with Lyric Rawls. So I think he's going to be able to fill in just fine. Does he have the lateral side-to-side quickness? Maybe Mason Cobb does not really but there's other ways you can make up for that and and, and i hope we get to see that at lamont bishop because he's another one that come back we've been very high on nick martin backing up xavier benson all year matter of fact the last few games of the year he got a lot more playing time him and xavier benson were kind of subbing in and out mason cobb was the steady so now xavier benson has the opportunity to be that steady while we still appreciate all the talent that Nick Martin has, while we appreciate that Don Evan Stevens could be somebody that's coming up in the game, Lamont Bishop has proven to be a valuable commodity. Uh, maybe you could liken him to a Devin Sharper and come back, uh, Devin Harper and come back this next season. Corey Black got burned at times this year, but I know we're very, very high on Jordan Reagan. Cameron Epps seems to get a lot of love. DJ McKinney uh, is somebody that we've seen on special teams that could make some moves here. Ty Williams has been injured a little bit, but he could see some playing time. Kendall Daniels is a certified guy. When you look at the team pictures, he's bigger than everybody. You can just... uh, He is the predator of the back end. Like That's 100% factual and accurate. Jason Taylor II, right? I feel like he should come back, but that's just me. He hasn't really given it away. Uh, He did talk past tense with the media yesterday, which is a little concerning. He talked about how his time in Stillwater had been amazing. Hopefully that's just a a past tense slip up because we heard something similar like that last year from like a Brendan Evers. He mentioned the past tense season and came back anyway. So hopefully that's not a writing on the table. I'd love to get uh, Jason Taylor a second back. He'd be huge. But, you know, we've got somebody like Lyric Rawls and a DJ McKinney who could kind of slide over and help Cam Smith in that 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 rotational aspect. Cam Smith is going to be, again, somebody who shows up and has the opportunity to look like a dude in this one. The youth on this team has been very good. We've been talking about it all year. Depth, depth, depth. Depth has not been a problem. Talent has not been a problem. Injuries have been a problem, but it's not been like the, the, the massive glaring issue. This is an opportunity for a lot of guys to show you why they should or should not come back. I, I guess, you know, just like 
a bunch of the Wisconsin dudes are basically auditioning for a job in front of Luke Fickle. I kind of want to win this one for the Big 12 because I understand Luke Fickle has to move on, has to do his own thing and make his own money. I get that. I'm tracking. Okay, cool. But I hate the fact that he's a big-time coach leaving the Big 12. I hope that Cincinnati can keep it rolling without Luke Fickle. I also hope that we can win this one for Cincinnati. Like, you know, this should be our helping helping uh, uh, Big 12 brethren out right here. Do not let them get started off in this new hot Wisconsin stuff that they, they've got cooking. It's the Big Ten promoting, promoting, promoting. Good for them. With Brett Yormark and Oklahoma State University, we can find a way to outmaneuver all of the crap that the Big Ten has been spewing for years. Same with the SEC. Half of it is crap because half of their conferences are crappy. This is an opportunity for us to prove that. The Big 12 was the deepest conference in America this season. We have the opportunity to show that right here, right now, because Wisconsin is a big brand. They're very, very well known. This would be another opportunity for going to say, hey, we have a logo too. And again, when you look across the board, talent on talent, I think we definitely, definitely have this one. We should have this one. Just like we should all have the common sense to at least think about not even putting yourself in a position to drive drunk. Because if you don't drive drover, if you don't drive sober, you get pulled over. Right? Um, you know, if you're hanging out with friends and putting back a couple drinks, watching a bowl game, no big deal. If you you know you've had too many to drink. Have somebody get you scored away for a ride, call call for a ride. It doesn't matter. I mean, heck, half of us feel very, very comfortable in getting rides nowadays um, from, from services if need be. Because it's it's not like you can have a conversation with yourself anymore of, oh, what are the odds I'll get pulled over? Well, what's the worst that could happen? Could your insurance go up? Could you lose your license? Could you lose your job? Could you total your car? You could also kill somebody. And, and that's the part of the equation that nobody really always takes it in consideration. We all know the risks of driving drunk. And results are very tragic, often. However, it does not still stop everyone from getting behind the wheel, unfortunately, when under the influence. This is why police officers are just out there right now looking for impaired drivers uh, on our roads to save our lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. It's not smart. Play it safe. Go ahead. Get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or somebody else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. Uh, that is our message to you today from the NHTSA. Again, drive sober or get pulled over this holiday season. If you hear the excitement in my voice, I hope it, I hope it permeates to all of our bloodlines today. Because, again, this is the launching pad for next season. Let's forget about this season. This season's done, done, gone. It's over with. Next season begins tonight against a pretty good Wisconsin team in a conference that everybody wants to talk about 24-7. So the lights will be on. The cameras will be on. Viewership will be legitimate. Big bowl against a big team with a lot of stuff going their way so even though we're favored to lose by three and a half four points i'll take it love being the underdog i love what we have with garrett rangel i didn't we didn't even have the opportunity yet to talk about wide receiver core uh you want to know why we didn't talk about the wide receiver core probably because out of uh, outside of shamir dyke and skylar bell 
their wide receiver core is not even having the ability to hold a candle to our wide receiver core. Like Stephon Johnson Jr. has showed why he can be a dude. Uh, John Paul Richardson not only has shown why he can be a dude, but he's also shown that he can be a leader, which is why he was voted as a sophomore to be a captain, which is very, very, very rare. So hats off to him. Uh, Rashad Owens, actually, I thought was maybe somebody that could transfer because he's been pushed in the, in the background for quite some time. But you haven't seen that. So you could see him potentially slide back into a role, back uh, backfilling for Brennan Presley. Kaylee BTN, we've got to see that that next that next move. Uh, the, the freshmen that, that people thought were going to play quite a bit this year, but were a little concerned, Austin Kwecki. We could see him play a lot this game because, it, again, it doesn't count. So it could be an opportunity for the freshmen to get some PT. Uh, Taylor Materko has been somebody all, all season we could be relied on. Uh, Joe Mikulski. Mikulski kind of feels back for everybody, right? Preston Wilson, we know he's coming back. That's going to be huge. Waiting to hear back from Hunter Woodard, but he could have a big, big game here. Jason Queso Brooks has oftentimes scored as our highest uh, offensive lineman this season, so it's good to have him back. Jake Schultz is going to get some, some maneuverability. It's wonderful knowing that Brayden Cassidy's coming back. Uh, Quentin Stewart could be somebody that makes some noise uh, as the game progresses next season. I don't know if we'll see him a lot in this one. We've already covered a lot of the, the defensive backs. Kendall Daniels, of course, is that guy. Love to hear what Jason Taylor II is doing after the game, but regardless, Lyric Rawls is a guy that needs to be talked about continuously because he's going to fill a need, fill a hole, and he's going to do it tremendously. This should be um, this should be maybe a, a coming out party for a Trey Rucker, right? Some of us have been very, very high on him. Uh, Logan Ward, uh, we, we did have the opportunity to kind of, you know, dial it up with, with Hudson Clark, who's going to be somebody who comes in and competes with him. But it would be nice to see him carry over uh, what he's been able to kind of do it, it, and have a big game. Tanner Brown is somebody that's on a lot of, um, you know, people's lists, um, as he should be. And we also have Alex Hale coming back, Matt Hembro, a long slap snapper who's going to end up making his name for himself in the NFL. And then obviously Cole Birmingham's coming back. Blaine Green will be back. Uh, Bryson Green, Jaden Bray. These are guys that are all, you know, not going to be able to play. Tyler Lacey, Brennan Evers um, are obviously, you know, going to be gone. Uh, we think Tyler Lacey is going to be gone. We know Brennan Evers is going to be gone. But this is um, kind of reminiscent of last season as far as just the bowl itself. Just the opportunity itself that we have at hand. This is an, the opportunity to make a statement. Again, this is a springboard. We need to use it as such. We need to play as such. And hopefully we can dominate. Hopefully we can control this one. Because that would be really a, a good thing moving forward. But Wisconsin's going to come to play. They're fired up for this one. They want to send dudes out the right way. They've uh, welcomed in this new era that Luke Fickle's bringing. But for, for Cincinnati's sake, I want to say we got you covered, brother. I hope so. I hope we got you covered and we take this down. Uh, I've already said it. I think it'll be a 34-28 um, O-State type of game. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever if I saw us rush for over a buck 50 because their their defense is good. Their defense is going to be a, a very hard test. But we're we're having a little bit of time here to dial some things in, to dial some things up. So hopefully that's exactly what we see. If it is, we've got to have the edge. If we can control the line, we win the game. Because other than the, the O-line situation, 
They really don't have us beat anywhere else. So this is a good opportunity for Oklahoma State. It's a good opportunity for the Big 12. It's a good opportunity for a lot of our players to show why next season should be much more fun than this one. This season was stressful. We need to end with an exclamation point instead of a question mark. This needs to be that exclamation point. We don't need no more question marks. Let them deal with that. They've got, you know, the mighty Luke Fickle and all that fun jazz coming in. Let them have that 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 stuff to, to, to mull over. We don't need to. Use this as a launching spring and uh, show exactly what we can do next season. And the beauty of this is if we can take care of business here and do what we're supposed to here and win this daggone cotton pig and football game, then you know what next year is going to be like because we add nothing but talent next season. A lot of youth right now, and we're adding a lot of talent after. So, there you have it. That's my thought on it. And I'm pretty excited about this one. I'm very excited about this one. So, Tune in tonight, this evening. I'm sure we'll do a post-game show, uh, whether it be live I'm not, or, or whatever. I'm not 100% sure, but we'll do a post-game show of some sorts, 100%. So I will see you all tonight. Until then, as always, thank you very much for making this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. My name is Cody Sobal. Thank you very much for taking this ride. I cannot wait to holler at you tonight. Hopefully it's all good. We can talk about the future, nothing but the future. So help me God. I love you all. God bless. Go Pokes. And I will see y'all tonight. Let's get this thing.